FM 104 is switched on and I'm joined by the editor of Geek Ireland, Olivia Fahey. Hello. Hello. How are we this evening? Very good. Thank you so much for chatting to us. So Drive to Survive is back. Season six. How is it six years of it? I don't know. And I, they recently posted the pictures of some of the drivers in the first season and the fifth season. And I have to say, like, some of them look like absolute children. Charles Leclerc, oh my God, he looks <laughs> like such a baby. <laughs> but it is nice that we've gotten to see that progress and that, you know, behind the scenes. Definitely. And like for me, it's been, I will be perfectly honest, it's been both a blessing and a curse to have more people to yeah. chat about F1 with. But then, you know, it means that it's, it's a struggle now to get tickets because everyone now wants tickets. I'm like, damn it. Because <laughs> you really want to experience it, I think. You do. And the thing is, like, it is a very different experience to see it live. Like, you don't actually get as much information when you're on track as opposed to when you're at home watching it on the TV. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially if you're in a foreign country, because then all of the audio is in a different language. (laughs) I learned that the hard way when I was in Italy. So it's... um, you have to try and like find the balance. So luckily there was a guy next to us who was fluent and he was able to, when we were like, okay, what's after happening? And he was able to, to explain to us what had happened because we could see it. But we were like, hang on, he's saying something and we know it's something engine And he was like, yeah, yeah, he's after, you know, the hydraulics have gone or something like that. Oh, that's so, handy because I wouldn't have even thought about that. Yeah, so because you could, there is there is a guy who's like the hype guy and yeah. he does commentary live, or at least in, in Monza he did. But uh yeah, so it is a completely different experience and more people want to do that, which is, is great for the sport. You know, for us diehard fans, it just means that now you have to trickier. literally run to try and get the tickets now because it's just the, the population is just mad for F1 now. So in season six, what do we get to see? Because it is a year behind, isn't it? It is. So essentially, some of the key points that we will remember is so Esteban Ocon and Pierre Gasly, two French drivers now driving for Alpine and it turns out, which I actually didn't know when watching this last year, they actually had a bit of an animosity from when they were kids in karting. Oh. So they kind of dive into that dynamic in the Alpine setup. And the first episode actually opened with the rise of Aston Martin, because I think that was one of the biggest talking points of last year was when Fernando Alonso ended up on the podium for the first mm-hmm. uh, race, which was wild because it was like <laughs> his big comeback and we were delighted. Um we also, Lewis Hamilton makes a very bold statement in the first episode. And it's like, this was clearly before he'd gotten back behind the wheel of the car. Mm-hmm. Because the Mercedes at the first half of the year was atrocious. Like, it and the McLaren, actually, it wasn't as bad as the McLaren, which was also pretty bad. Um, but it, it was just quite funny because he's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm here to try and reclaim my eighth title. And I was like, excuse you, you didn't get an eighth title to like reclaim in the first place. And, you know, if Felipe Massa's uh, trial goes ahead, you're going to lose another one. So you'll be down to six. <laughs> oh, dear. I thought it was so cocky of him. But, yeah. you know, it but is. But that's just him, to be fair, I think, isn't it? Oh, yes. He is. Like, the, the ego is mighty. He definitely humbled <laughs> between... Um, the season five and season six, because the car wasn't as good in 2022 and 2023, mm-hmm. um, he, he was definitely humbled by it. And uh, of course, now next year, mm-hmm. he's going to be going to Ferrari. So that's going to be very interesting. So Drive to Survive season seven, if we get it, is going to be his final year in Mercedes. And I'd say it's going to be an interesting year ahead from that standpoint, the same in the Ferrari garage, because naturally they're going to have to 
give the preferences to the drivers that are actually staying for mm-hmm. 2025. So Leclerc and Russell are probably going to benefit greatly from that because actually, no, Leclerc probably would have still been driver number one, even though Sainz technically finished, <laughs> actually won a race last year as opposed to himself. Um, but like Russell's going to benefit greatly from this because he was always the number two driver as much as they tried to keep it as even Stevens between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Lewis was always the golden boy of Mercedes. Russell was never going to be able to challenge that but until now. And then that's when we move into real life. So obviously Formula One is back in real life. They're currently in Bahrain, right? Yeah, so they had the um, the testing over the uh, the couple of days last week and the weekend, um, and Tuesday or not Tuesday Thursday didn't exactly go according to plan. They had to cut uh, the session early because um, I don't know if you remember, but in the Las Vegas Grand Prix, mm-hmm. science ran over a drain pipe that came loose and just destroyed the underside of the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well this time it wasn't science, but it was another Ferrari. Leclerc oh no. Hit. <laughs> and the thing came up and damaged the underside of the car. So they had to stop it while that was being repaired and they were like, okay, we're just not going to resume practice. But it's kind of odd that I hadn't really heard of these being an issue. That's what I was going to say. Like, Vegas. Would someone also not check the drain pipes to make sure they're in position before this takes place? Exactly, and that they're properly sealed up because like Vegas, you can forgive. This was their very first one. They did not fully comprehend, I think, the undertaking that was the, the stress that the cars were going to put on the road and these drain hole covers and things like that. Um, like, Bahrain has been a race for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've heard of something like this happening in Bahrain before. So I, I have less sympathy for them than I do for Vegas, even though I was pretty mad when, when the Vegas incident happened, especially because, you know, poor Carlos wasn't given any leniency in terms of the the penalties that he had to face as a result of the track literally just destroying his car. Like, he did mm. nothing wrong. But anyway, that's an argument for another day. Yeah, so it but, is uh, opening on March 2nd, right? Yes, it is. So yeah. we are, like, kicking back off. It's going to be very, very exciting. And judging by the testing, it does look like it's going to be... Red Bull back at the front. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I was going to ask you if you thought Max might be number one again. Like it's a big call, but like the Red Bull yeah. car seems to be the ultimate car at the moment. Honestly, if I if I remember correctly, I think after day one of testing, he was a couple of seconds, either a couple of seconds or a couple of hundredths, but there was a pretty big gap between first and second. Wow. So in the testing stage, that's nearly unheard of. Sometimes the the drivers and the the teams, they might try and hold a little back so they can just spring a little surprise attack. Um, Something that I was really surprised to see, though, was um, Daniel Ricciardo in the new RB, formerly known AlphaTauri, formerly known Toro Rosso, (laughs) um, third in the first day of practice, which I I was shocked. Ricciardo is a fantastic driver. He can outperform a car like nobody's business, similarly to Vettel, similarly to Alonso. Mm Mm-hmm. But even that surprised me because the the RB or AlphaTauri historically has just not really been up to speed. Whenever they've had like some great success, it's always been a race when a lot of the lead drivers have either crashed out or it's raining and they've just happened to be in a good position and like there at the right time. Like Vettel won his first race with them. I think Max won his first race with them. Ricardo may have done so as well. Gasly won his first race with them. So it does happen oh. on occasion, but. Mm. 
they've just never been consistent with it. But who knows? Maybe this could be the year when they're kind of like, we are going to be as good as the Red Bulls. Now, Ooh. I say as good, I mean, like, third to the Red Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> they're almost, be right there, there. ready to in case they take each other out in the first corner, you know? But um, I think it's going to, it's shaping up to be a, a pretty interesting year, I think. Do you think Lewis Hamilton is going to want to go out in a high? Of course he is, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> like, and unfortunately, it is even looking like, like the first overtake of the season technically was, was happened in during the Bahrain testing, and there was just a picture of Max overtaking. I think it was Leclerc, and they just said, "Oh well, here's the first overtake," and it happens to be a, a Red Bull on a Ferrari. Get used to seeing this Ferrari fans. Ooh. So, like, the Ferrari clearly hasn't really gotten it into gear this mm. season. Whether they're going to be able to do so next season remains to be seen. 2026 is when all the new regulations are coming in. So, it's mm. going to be a big overhaul for all the cars. Will the Red Bull era end at that point? Who knows? But in the meantime, it does certainly look like Lewis is probably not going to be challenging for wins. Well, Maybe, who knows, they might have a couple of upgrades that will bring them closer to the, the top of the table. Um, but at first, I'd say the first couple of races are going to be Red Bull dominated. Do we know what any of the regulations are yet? We do, but I do not remember them off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> well, do you know what? We can discuss it again because it's going to be going on for quite some time. So no doubt we'll be back talking about Formula One in the next couple of weeks. Oh, I'd say so because like it, it's another long year ahead. Like some of the drivers were saying, God, I feel like I didn't have any break because I'm not used to racing until basically yeah. December. Um, so we're running from March until I think the end of November again this year. So it's a, it's a it's a long season for them, you know, quite a few races and they are very physically demanding. So um yeah, we'll see how, how the energy levels are for everybody by the end of the season. Absolutely, and we'll definitely be chatting again. And Drive to Survive is back on Netflix if anyone wants to check it out. Olivia Fahey, editor of Geek Ireland, thank you so much for chatting to us. Always a pleasure.